This is the Shift Daily Podcast. And welcome back. John Jang with you in for Shane Hewitt. We got Jason Manalis and we got Ray Luck. It's not the A team, not the B team. I guess we're just a team. We are an A team. Asian team. Oh, oh, that is clever. I got to say. I got to say. I didn't see that one coming. That was sneaky good. That was sneaky good. Uh, Yeah, I mean, for for clarity's sake, uh, Ray, you are Chinese. Correct. Jason is Filipino. I am Korean. Yes, sir. We are all Asians, and we are here representing um, uh, the three of us are working on a national show here in Canada. So uh, go figure. Uh, The question for you tonight, 877-399-9898, before we get into the big lead here, asking you, what is Canada's most famous Dessert. It's National Dessert Day, one of those pseudo holidays. And I've been getting a lot of responses already into the text message inbox. We got one here saying Quebec sugar tarts. You know, I've been to Quebec. Farthest place I've been east in this country is Quebec City. But I don't know if I've ever had a sugar tart, like a Quebec sugar tart. I'm going to have to double check. But I don't think so, because otherwise I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, I've had that before. It's not happening in my brain right now. Uh, Black Forest Cake says another text that we've got one here. Uh, Stuart in Edmonton, by the way, on Team Jason saying cheesecake rules. Yeah, cheesecake. No, like undoubtedly cheesecake is going to have a lot of votes by the end of the night. Uh, we've got this one from Trucker Jelly for Newfoundland. It has to be blueberry grunt. It's a blueberry pound cake with a homemade butterscotch sauce, and I could drink a liter of that sauce. That is cheers from Trucker Jelly. I've never heard of that before, but homemade butterscotch sauce sounds absolutely great to me uh, for, for a little context. I didn't have butterscotch until like I was 15 or 16 years old, and I know you're probably thinking, like, how the heck is that possible? I didn't have pudding until I was that old, and the first pudding I ever had was butterscotch, and then I ended up having like four, five, four or five cups of pudding uh, in a single afternoon, I would not recommend that, especially when you find out a couple of years later that, oh, I see, I'm lactose intolerant. Hmm. Small price to pay when uh, you, you discover something just great, like butterscotch pudding. Here's an underrated vote, and I'm surprised that Stephen Northman wasn't the one texting this one in. Uh, John texting in saying, flapper pie. Yeah, flapper pie. You remember that from last Friday? Flapper pie, uniquely Western Canadian. It's fantastic. Huh. I know, I don't know, Ray, I don't know if Ray or Jason, you guys know what flapper pie is, right? I think, Jason, you, we talked about it a little bit earlier yeah. in the week. I don't know about Ray, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Ray on the spot. Ray, when I say the words flapper pie, what do you think that is? I'd be like, what did you call me? Yeah. No, I yeah. don't, I have no idea what a flapper pie is. Um, it is, boy, it's, 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 very uniquely Western Canadian, as John is saying in the text message inbox. Think of like a meat pie with seal oh, meat in it. Oh, with okay. with seal properties. Like Wait, there's yeah. We're yeah. talking dessert, right? Well, I mean Dessert has if does it disqualify a dessert if it has meat? It's it's a pie. I, I don't make the rules. I don't all make right. the rules. Let me Google I'm, I'm taking I'm pie. yeah, I'm taking all the suggestions into the inbox. Yeah. I'm not going to be picky. I'm not oh, gonna be okay. picky. I'm looking at one images of one right so, now. What is that? So the shepherd's pie a dessert? Uh, okay, no. No, I'm, I'm going to say it's not. But to be honest, I've never had flapper pie. I've had shepherd's pie. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe flapper pie is technically a dessert. I don't know. Hmm. Well, None looks, of us are experts. I mean, just looking at the picture, it looks yeah. very dessert-like. Okay. See, there you go. So I guess that quantifi- mm-hmm. quantifies. All right. Uh, we got a different, different... By the way, yeah, that, uh, that took a podium spot, gold place in our... Um, 
like we, we asked on on this past or I guess last Friday night, uh, what's the best thing about a Thanksgiving dinner and flapper pie? Uh, unexpectedly with a late night charge managed to uh, steal the podium there. So that's how I know about flapper pie. It's it's uh, it's coming in here. It's coming in here. Uh okay, 8773999898 a large blizzard from Dairy Queen John. Yep. You know what? It, it can be simple as long as it's delicious. I'm not going to be picking on it. I am, you know. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to tally the votes and share them with our listeners. Sandra and Langley, my favorite dessert is an apple crisp made with northern spry apples. You know, I guess I didn't think about that, how like different apples can be and how they might provide a different flavor for an apple pie. I know that uh, for me, uh, I'm filling in for Matt every morning at 4 or 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning when Matt is working this shift. Yeah. He has a Granny Smith apple. It has has to be be a Granny Smith apple, he says. That's the one that will uh, keep give you the energy you need for the next few hours. Oh no! Okay, all right, hold on. We got to back it up, guys. I got to, I got to, I got to reverse here. One eighty. Trucker Dan and a whole bunch. Of, Rick also texting and saying, uh, "You guys are mixing it up." Or uh, technically, I'm the one mixing it up. Flapper pie is not the same as flipper pie. Sorry. Oh no! See, like I told you guys, <laughs> I'm less than hundred percent, and one tiny, teeny little letter a. Not I, and and now we've all this whole thing has just become absolutely railroaded. I'm sorry, flapper pie, flipper pie, different. Yes, now now I feel embarrassed because I don't know what flapper pie is. So Ray, you said you looked up. Yeah, you said you looked up flapper pie. It just looks like a regular pie, but does okay. I'm gonna have to look up flipper pie first. Okay, well yes, in that case, look up flipper pie, flipper flapper. What else are you gonna tell me? There's a flapper pie. You know, it just looks like. Oh, that looks good. That's definitely got meat in it. The flipper pie. Yeah, the flipper pie. Thank you. Yeah. That's the one with the seal meat, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's got a whole bunch of other things. Flapper pie, when I looked at it, I was like, I couldn't identify what was meat. It definitely, flip, flapper pie is definitely <laughs> a dessert. Yeah. Flipper I, pie. I appreciate that, Ray, when you looked up flapper pie on Google Images and you like clearly saw there's no meat. You're like, okay, well, John's got to know what he's talking about. Yeah. I, I, I love I that you, you. Yeah, I love that you had that much trust in me when clearly the, all the evidence in the world was saying completely otherwise, but that's okay. Uh. That's why the great listeners of The Shift are always uh, looking out for the truth. And I, by the way, like I'll say this again, um, I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to make mistakes because there's so many things I do not know. In this instance, I don't know the difference between an A and an I. So whenever I make a mistake, please call me out. It makes it makes me learn. And as long as I learn, I can't make those mistakes again, right? Just, like and fingers the texting, crossed. just don't be mean. Just. Say that, hey, simple correction. You could be mean. I don't care. I grew up playing sports. I've had some angry coaches, you know, breathing down my neck. It's fine. I'm a big boy. I'm an adult. I'm 30 years old. I can handle it. All right. uh, Keep them coming. And if you want to yell at me, please go ahead. I I got thick skin. This is the Shift Daily Podcast. Today is National uh, Dessert Day. So uh, happy dessert day, everyone. We're trying to figure out tonight on the show, what is Canada's most favorite dessert? And I got to thank Debbie on Twitter for uh, correcting me and just making sure I knew exactly what a flapper pie was. She tweeted me a link. The flapper pie, by the way, has a nickname. It is called the Lost Prairie Pie. And this image here, it boy, it does look good. Debbie says she grew up on it and it's a family favorite. So maybe, just maybe. It's the flapper pie that's going to take a uh, you know a very strong push here to become Canada's most f- uh, famous dessert because technically I think you got to give that title right now to Nanaimo bars because it's become pretty common knowledge even in in the uh, United States. Not that the big U.S. of A is like the de- 
defining factor of what is famous and what is popular. But generally, if Americans tend to know something that's uber Canadian, it will trickle into places like England and then maybe Germany and France. You know, you've got to start with the United States and then it becomes an international thing. On the topic of flappy and flippy pie, (laughs) we got this text from Margaret who said, I have made a floppy pie (laughs) because it was a flip pie that turned into a flop pie. I'm so sorry about that. But... I admit I'm not much of a baker myself, so I can't judge anyone who have had some bad experiences when trying to whip up something with the, uh, you know, with the baking skills. It's not as easy as it looks. Uh, let's get to one more text here before we move into Are You Okay's with content producer Jason Manaus. Uh, Dennis in Edmonton writes, uh, the most popular Canadian dessert, it's got to be chocolate cake with ice cream. Mine, however, is carrot cake with raisins, anything but shredded coconut. Yuck. That is uh, Dennis at Edmonton. And he also said that the three of us need to be on more often. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Dennis. Um, I got to say, though, carrot cake with raisins is uh, that's a unique one. I'm not sure I've ever seen that kind of combination before. But, you know, I'm not going to judge. If it works for you, hey, that's really all that matters. I'll say this about pie. I had a I had a what, what was it? Pumpkin pie. I guess it's Thanksgiving. So, yeah, I had pumpkin pie or was it carrot? Uh, I forget. Anyways, Dan told me and I didn't make it. So that's why I'm confused. Obviously, I would know if I had made it. But I got some leftovers and uh, I'm pretty sure it's carrot cake, actually. Maybe it's pumpkin pie. Now I'm confusing myself. But Dan suggested last night on the show that whatever cake or pie I had in front of my face, that I douse it with maple syrup and give it a try. And I'd never done that before. I'm pretty sure it was carrot cake now. And boy, it actually really was tasty. Like, I know that maple syrup is good. Obviously, I'm a Canadian. I'm a good Canadian. I I know that much. I've seen and met people that will have scrambled eggs with maple syrup. And I and I thought that was ambitious because I'm more of a ketchup guy when it comes to that or hot sauce, Tabasco. Yeah, sign me up. But maple syrup, I'm starting to believe, is like the quintessential condiment for all Canadians. To the point now where I'm even thinking about next time I whip up a hot dog, Why not? Maple syrup and hot dog? Is it that blasphemous? You can let me know. 877-399-9898. For now, let's get to some R-U-O-K's. Producer Jason's been waiting so patiently. Let's hit it. Roberto, waiting so patiently in the studio. See, Roberto also plays the guitar. We got Matt. We got a band going on here. R-U-O-K with recreational jetpacks? No. Yep. Did you say yeah, Jason? What? No. I, I said yes. I think that's so cool. That's so cool, but not if you're dead. Look, if you're going to go out, why not go out in style? I, and that sound, that's horrible to say. Exactly. But, but I, I'll, I'll say this. Um, I... <laughs> I don't know, like, okay, you, you call it a recreational jetpack. Is there a non-recreational jetpack? Like, is there, like, a business jetpack that I don't know about? Uh, I'll tentatively <laughs> say that, yes, I am okay with jetpacks, but I, I'm very curious to hear, like, what is the recreational part about it? This whole thing is supposed to be recreational. So uh, I grew up expecting that uh, when I was a kid, I was told, like, hey, by 2020, we'll have flying cars. It was kind of predicted by, like, what, Back to the Future, that, like, by this point, we would have such crazy mind-blowing technology all we've got now are self-driving cars and cars that park themselves which are cool 
but obviously it's a little short of what I was anticipating when I was just a wee little tot. So if we're talking about jetpacks now, sign me up, but I'll do it tentatively. It's too dangerous, man. Yeah, my insurance doesn't cover yeah. extreme sports like, like this, but do you get do you need a license for this then? <laughs> Recreational jetpack? Like who it's you, like flying a drone. You get you have limitations on where you can fly a drone. Now you're gonna have a human yeah. on a on a flight path. That's right. That's right. That's cool. No, you're right. That is cool. It's cool. But dangerous. But dangerous, yes. Because yeah. like how how do you land a jetpack? I have no idea. I think you just there's only you only crash. Or land in water. Land in water, but if you land in water hard enough at the wrong angle, you can you can break bones. You land, right? Well, you land on the ground, your bones are done yes. too. So. That's yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, producer Jason, wh- what is going on with jetpacks and technology? Well, in Los Angeles, uh, at the at the Los Angeles International Airport, officials are investigating reports of someone wearing a jetpack in the flight path. The second such report in a little over a month. So this is the second time it's happened in a month. So I guess more people are starting to get on the jetpack trend here. An air traffic controller overseeing airline uh, approaches warned a commercial pilot who was set up to land that an individual wearing a jetpack had been reported flying at about 6,500 feet. And in case you missed it, here's the inside edition on the same jetpack sighting about a month ago. Imagine seeing something like this flying near a commercial jetliner. We just passed a guy in a jetpack. An American Airlines pilot saw the stunning sight as he was about to land in Los Angeles. Were they up there, left side or right side? Off the left side, uh, maybe uh, 300 yards or so, about our altitude. Another pilot sees the same jetpack flyer. We just saw the guy pass by us at jetpack. He's caution. Person in a jetpack reported. By now, every pilot approaching one of the world's busiest airports is on the lookout. We're heard and we are definitely looking. Some jetpacks are tethered to hoses and fly over water. But others are elaborate feats of engineering, like this fiber suit powered by four mini jets. Authorities are taking the jetpack incident seriously, warning it can be as dangerous as a drone flying near passenger planes. He put the lives of passengers on commercial aircraft in danger. He put his own life in danger. Only in L.A. Only in L.A. Uh, That's a pretty famous phrase. Uh, Okay, look, I'm not in favor and I'm not okay with somebody endangering other people's lives. Like if you're putting on a jetpack and clearly this is a real jetpack based on the fact that it's happened twice in about a month now. You know what you're doing. You know how to land because otherwise you wouldn't be able to do it the second time around. (laughs) I would prefer you go into like a big old field where you are not bothering anyone. Like ideally some sort of island that's just off the coast of wherever and and there's no way that you could possibly harm or crash into something. So I'm not okay with stupidity. I I am okay with the idea that this jetpack is a real thing. Yeah, Yeah, it can can exist. I think with jetpacks in general. It's cool if it was like in a uh, cordoned off area where yes. you can fly around yes. and show off. Right. However, if you're flying, if I'm driving on the highway one and all of a sudden you're zooming by me on a jetpack, I'm not okay with that. All right. We got some reaction in the text message inbox. 877-399-9898. Sabrina says, I am not okay with Jason thinking that a recreational jetpack is okay. Reason number 127 why I'm going to outlive Jason. That is Sabrina in Surrey. Uh, throwing some darts your way there, Jason. Yes. Uh, so that's Sabrina. Uh, the listeners know her as my girlfriend. 
Um, and she's, again, showing her support while at the same time roasting me on air. Uh, thanks. But I do love jetpacks. I don't know why. I would definitely fly one today. Oh, wow. If, if, that was, if I was given the opportunity, I would fly a jetpack. Sabrina, if you, well, you, you heard the man. Uh, now you know exactly what to get him for Christmas. Uh, there you go. I will say this, Sabrina. Jason was overwhelmingly supportive of your cooking and giving him the leftover Thanksgiving dinner the other night. And he said it was like the best meal he's ever, he's ever had. I saw him uh, proudly Instagram it uh, in the news booth here in the building. So a uh, great job because uh, he was, yeah, he was, he was so he was so proud and he was so happy. So uh, congratulations uh, on, on making such a very good dinner. Tasty. Yeah, very tasty. Uh, but we've got more reaction. This one's saying uh, from Trucker Kevin, jetpacks. It's the new way to travel in a COVID era where you can't fly in a plane. And, you know, that's there's some merit to that. COVID, like, uh, There's no risk that you're going to be close to anyone when you're on a jetpack. It's not a two-person jetpack. can't be a four-person jetpack. That's not a jetpack. That's called a rocket. So clearly, you know, maybe this is going to be marketed in just a few months like, hey, do you want to get to Quebec and you don't know how to get there? WestJet not flying you there anymore? Well, get a jetpack. Could be yours for 70 easy payments of $1,000 each. Something like that. Obviously, the marketing department's got to work on that. I'm no expert. Uh, we've got uh, more reaction here saying Bond, James Bond. Yup, to be fair, 007 had a jetpack decades ago. So in the world of like 007 and all that Bond goodness, this is, you know, this is old news. But this is real. And that's, that's, of course, the biggest difference here. All right. Jetpacks. People are getting fired up about that. Uh, let's move on here. Let's bring Roberto back. Uh, are you okay? Are you okay with judges not knowing the Constitution? Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, that's your job. Like, you're, it's your job to know that, isn't it? Yeah, uh, not okay, but if it's like they temporarily forgot what it is, like they just, if they're doing the job and they don't know it, then yeah, that should be, a, they should be reprimanded. Yeah, I'm with Ray. Like, look, uh, we're all humans. And we, I, I would love to be in a, in a world where people can be 100%, 100% of the time, but that's not even true. I even admit it tonight as we started the show, I'm less than 100%. My brain is so scrambled right now, but I'm powering through. We're going to get through the end of this show. And so I could not say hypocritically that like, oh, judges have to know everything about the law and they have to always remember the Constitution. Sometimes you might forget. Right. You put themselves in, in their shoes for a second. There's a lot of laws to know as a judge. And uh, sure, the Constitution is a pretty important set of things to remember, especially since it's your sworn profession and all. And there's an oath to upkeep. But I can let it slide because let's face it. We all make mistakes. We're human beings. We are bags of meat with squishy noodles in our head that sometimes don't work all, all that great. So I, I'll give it a pass here. Uh, Producer Jason, why are we talking about, and, and who is forgetting the Constitution? Well, because Supreme Court nominee Amy Comey, uh, Coney Barrett briefly lost her memory about the five freedoms guaranteed by the First Amendment. When Barrett was asked the question of what the five freedoms are by Nebraska S Senator Ben Sass, this is what she said in this clip here. Um, what are the five freedoms of the First Amendment? Speech, religion, press, assembly, speech, press, religion, assembly. I don't know. What am I missing? Re redress or protest. Okay. 
Uh, um, what are... I mean, that's... That's she was put on the spot. Yeah, like I yes. I, I'll be honest, sometimes when I like okay, in in, in an inter- interview situation, you can, you can be two you can be one of two things, right? You can be the person who's asking the questions or you can be the person who's answering the questions. I have totally blanked on both occasions. Once where I was asking the question and I just kind of like my mind just kind of started going on a loop and I was so focused on trying to listen to what they were saying that I completely forgot my next question. And then the other end, I was so busy trying to think of like, oh, what's what's a good way to make a really impressive answer right now that I'm not even listening actively to what the question was. So then I'm sort of just improvising in the moment of. So I can I can excuse her for this particular mistake. Like we said, we're human beings. No, nobody's perfect. Yeah, for sure. And I think some of the stuff that we saw on Twitter today, uh, combined with the news outlets, like for for me personally, uh, a judge not knowing constitution. Uh, I said I I said earlier I was not okay with it, but the fact that she was put on the spot mm-hmm. and she had to think on her feet like that, um, I think some of the news articles that came from this on Twitter today were kind of being kind of unfair to her. Let's just say that they were kind of being unfair because they were sort of labeling it as this person has no credibility right. to become uh, to be part of the Supreme Court. Um, I don't think a, a hiccup like that is something that can like take her away from that nomination. I'll guarantee you, of course, worse things have happened. Worse mistakes have been made and worse mistakes will still be made. Jason, you were talking about how people are they going to be OK with recreational jetpacks? And that has gotten a lot of reaction. Uh, we got this one from. Uh, oh, dear, I just lost it. No, sorry, it's Roy. He says, I'm with Jason on the jetpack. It would need to be regulated, similar to a recreational pilot's license. It could be safe if operated outside of a control zone and, of course, restricted airspace. James in Edmonton saying, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Mandalorian wore a jetpack. This is true. This is very, very true. And if you don't even want to go that far away, you know, Boba Fett, Jango Fett, Technically Mandalorians. They were just clones, but, you know, whatever. I'm not going to be picky. All right, uh, we got one more Are You Okay here. Can we get Roberto back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Roberto, are you okay with five-year-olds having their own house? Why does a five-year-old have a own house? But no. I mean, if if they're a genius and they've made it in life and they've paid their bills and able to afford a, a house have at it yes I, I think i'm gonna have to say no here just because like how are they gonna i mean are they gonna take care of themselves or i kind of yeah well that's the thing because I, if we're talking about a real house like what banker approved this mortgage loan like what is your source of income Meh. approved what is your occupation <laughs> <laughs> I think five-year-old is an occupation. Honestly, yep. Uh, very low wage. Right. No real benefits. Well, I guess there's some benefits. You get all the vacation time you want, honestly. Jason, why are we talking about a five-year-old owning property more than I have? So, uh, Zuri James uh, got the best gift for her upcoming sixth birthday. So, she's five years old right now because her NBA star dad, LeBron James, coming off an NBA championship, ah. surprised his princess with an epic playhouse of her very own, which looked like a mini version of their family mansion. Now, okay, now I know what you're thinking. It's a playhouse, but this house is this playhouse is huge. And uh, I'll I'll share it on my Twitter later. But here's a clip of LeBron showing off this house. So this is outside. 
the house. And then this little girl has the nerve to have her own house. Are you doing school? Are you doing are you doing school from your crib? <laughs> uh, how your house look just like the big house though? Uh it looks like a what? What you got a little break from school right now? That's hilarious. You got your what? That that's cute. Come on, that's cute. I mean, all right, that so makes nice. that makes a lot more sense. And um, th- you know, this could be beneficial two ways, right? Like one, obviously, uh, his daughter gets to have a lot of fun, and she's going to become so popular with all of her friends because she can have them over, and they can have a they can have a house party. Literally, they can have a house party. But also, number two, maybe this is a fun way for parents to try and teach kids at a young age to take care of cleaning after themselves, right? I don't know if it's going to work, but you can try it. I just don't have LeBron James kind of money. That's all. I don't really have the the finances to go and buy my child a house like that. Speaking of, I don't even have a child. So I guess that would be step number one. This is the Shift Daily Podcast. You guys big into chocolate, Ray? Are you are you a chocolate guy? You know this. I love the McCain Deep and Delicious. That was, that's just 100% chocolate. <laughs> Producer Jason, you're a chocolate guy as well too, right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a chocolate guy. White chocolate, dark chocolate, normal chocolate. Any Ooh, chocolate, chocolate is good for me. It's not my favorite, but I'll... White chocolate is too sweet, man. You take a, like a bite and a half, then you start to feel your throat seizing up. <laughs> that's when you... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. That, that, it's still good, though. It is good. Oh, no doubt. That's when you grab like a glass of milk and you just wash it all down. Or in my case, it's usually like just <laughs> soda. I, I'm still big into soda. By the way, I call it soda, not pop. What? Yeah. Wait, what? you grew up on which coast? West Coast. But you call it soda. Why is this so controversial? Yeah, I, I, I call it soda because I, th- I think pop is such a <laughs> silly word. Pop. Pop. Give me pop. No, it's soda. <laughs> it's literally soda. It's a carbonated beverage. It's a soda. Pop is a sound effect. Pop can be, but on this side, West Coast, I believe we do call it pop. Canadian side. That's okay. I mean, um, everyone is wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> You know, I'm not here to say that you have to call it one way or the other. I'm just saying I call it soda. No, that's so strange because if you grew up on this side, I'm wondering yeah. what influence got you to steer away from saying pop and lean to soda. That's I can tell you what influence that was. It, it was a dictionary. <laughs> because right. a pop is not a word. It's, 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 it's a sound effect. It's something that came up on the old like Batman, Adam West Batman. Like when you're throwing a punch, pop, bam, kablam. It, but it's also... It's also well, 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 popcorn, but that's part of a different. You know, like there's there's an addition there's to snap, that. There's crackle, popcorn, pop, Rice Krispies. That's a character. That's a name. Hmm. It's, but words, you know, can have different meanings. Yeah, of course. Multiple like there's pop meanings. music, which means like you know it's dancey, it's 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 heavily produced, all these things. Uh, it's it's soda. I'm I'm sorry, right. and and I know I'm going to get a lot of responses in the text message inbox. No, 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 no. There's nothing anti-Canadian about it calling is. it soda. Pop is Canadian. Oh, boy. Yeah, here we go. Here here comes the people oh. calling me out. 
Oh, oh, here we dearie. go. Here we go, guys. Dan saying calling it soda, it goes bad. It's calling a toque a beanie. Oh, as bad as calling a toque a beanie. Oh, no. I'm wearing a toque right now, Dan. Come on. Don't put me in the same loop here with producer Jason. At least I know that it's called a toque. Uh, we got one from Nathan Cleveland saying, soda, John? It's pop. Even Nathan Cleveland is giving me the shame. Oh, no. I'm sorry, but it is soda. It is soda. Uh I didn't mean to open this can of worms. Uh, I still got to read a couple of text messages here. Uh, This one saying, hey, heard you talking about dessert day. You had mentioned cheesecake. Well, we specialize in cheesecake and steak. The Black Forest cheesecake is one of the best. And this person is texting in. They are the owner of the Peppercorn Restaurant and Lounge just east of Winnipeg. And they said, we're struggling a little bit right now. I'm also struggling to stay awake right now. Please support local restaurants as much as you can. As an owner, it's not a lot of fun these days. So I hope that whoever's listening in the Winnipeg area, thinking about cheesecakes or steak, maybe go and visit the good people at Peppercorn Restaurant and Lounge and tell them the shift sent you. You know, we're all friends here. We're all working together. We're all trying to help each other up. 877-399-9898. We got Angel in Hamilton saying, my favorite dessert is Moose Tracks ice cream. Oh, I like that. Moose Tracks. I'm not sure I've had it, but it sounds uber Canadian, so it does fit the bill here. Some Moose Tracks, Beaver Tails. Mm Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Whale, whales tail, whales. Beaver tail. Beaver tail. Whale tails. Those, are, those are complete, those are <laughs> those very are, those are extra extra large. Yeah, those are uh, not even food. That, yeah, right. that's very oh, different. I got something breaking about pop. A gentleman just called in and said the reason why it's called pop mm-hmm. is because when you open it, it back pops. in the day, it pops. Right. So yes, it is a sound effect. It's but a sound it also effect. Also transition to. You need something, you need a tool to pop it back in the day to open that canister. That so that ah. is why. I know you're not going to change this. Won't, but, this won't sway you from going th- away. That's from like soda. calling a bag of chips crumples. I, like I, I, I didn't I'm grow going up with to it. grab some crumples. I didn't grow up with that, so I'm still going to call it chips, right? Oh boy, I'm, I am getting called out big time. Uh, we got this one here saying it's also called soda pop. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's also a character from The Outsiders, right? Is it? I never watched it. I think it is soda pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's soda pop, sounds and then like there's a, sounds like a very weak member though. I'm, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's the main character. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, or actually, that was a Pony Boy. There's Pony Boy, and I, I'm pretty sure Soda Pop is in there. Uh, you know what? I might be m- mixing up books. It's been a long time. I don't e- open a lot of books. Oh, here we go. Mike in London. Mike in London says, I call it Soda too. Nobody's called me on, uh, out, out, out on it yet. Hashtag Team Soda. Thank but you. he's on Thank the East you. Coast. East Coast and West Coast have different dialects. I don't see coasts. I see oh, one oh, great right. united country. Okay, okay, oh, wait, wait. Okay, okay. okay, Let's say if you're going to the country, let's say you're going uh, to a, to a uh, somewhere that you're going camping, but mm-hmm. in a home, mm-hmm. do you, what do you call that? A cabin? Cabin. Right. I think East Coast calls it a cottage. A cottage? Yeah, I feel like it's cottage on that coast. West Coast, they say cabin. Oh no! Oh, see, like I, I'm not here to to uh, to die. You know, uh, what, what, I'm not here to divide our listeners. Like, look, so you can call divide. it cottage, you can call it cabin, you can call it a lodge, you can call it uh, a, a tent. I whatever it is, as long as it keeps you warm and safe at night, right? Like that, that's that's really what matters here. Oh boy, I'm I'm just getting ripped apart in the text message inbox. Stuart at Edmonton, are you Canadian? LOL, <laughs> it's pop. Uh, Bill in Toronto, though, coming in with some historical facts saying pop is from the 
deep south of the United States of America. Ah, so maybe soda is actually more Canadian than you might think. See? Ryan in Port Alberni says, it's pop. But thank you for entertaining me while I'm at work, guys. Keep up the great job. All right, there you go. Ken in Ontario says they call, uh, the Brits rather, call chips crisps because of the sound it makes. Look, if we're all going to just describe food and drinks based on the sound it makes, isn't technically beer then just, I'm going to go and drink a because that's the sound it makes when I crack it open. You know, oh, what's your favorite chaka? Can I get a cold chaka? Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? I'm going to go shotgun a chaka. I feel like the sound of that. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Now you're just pandering because you got all this support in the text message inbox and I don't. Yeah. Pop is short well, for... it's pop. It's Canadian, man. Oh, man. Uh, we, got, we got one here from Katie in Winnipeg, Manitoba saying pop is short for popular. As in, it's the popular vote. Oh, I see. I see where you're going with that. I see where you're going with that. Nighthawk Steve says it's called soda. Nice End one. of discussion. I think right. we're both right. There's no, there's no wrong answer for this one. Mm. You can call this, you can call that, but they both lead to the same, same item. I'm just saying, I've never heard of anyone seeing like, uh, yo, go get me a, a um, you know, a, a pop water, right? It's soda water. Oh, that's fine. I never said pop water either. But let's say if I'm, I'm meeting some people new and then all of a sudden I hear them say, oh, I, would you like a soda? I know they're not from the West Coast. That's all I'm saying. What? That's assuming. That's assuming. That's assuming that they haven't opened up a dictionary. Maybe they're, maybe they're just a little ahead of the game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Bill in Toronto also with another historical fact saying in New England, they call it tonic. In the South and West, they call it pop. Got to admit, I've never been to New England and I've never been to the deep South of the US of A, although I would love to be in uh, Louisiana one day, you know, New Orleans. Heck yeah. But I will trust Bill because he's probably been there. The Canadian term is actually soft drink. Fair. Yeah. I guess like when you do go through a drive-thru, you know, like what soft drink would you like, sir? On top of, would you like fries with that? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Have I ever been asked what I like a soft drink? What I like, what I like to, what, I don't know. I've, I'll have to, uh, next time I'll pay more attention. Oh man. Okay. Here we go. Trucker Kevin saying it's soda because, oh, and this one might be the deciding factor. Uh, Trucker Kevin saying it's soda because of cream soda. You would never call it cream pop. That sounds kind of disconcerting. I'm not going to lie to you. Cream soda. Trucker Kevin, I think we got the winner here. That's a one. That's a no, two. No, that, oh! Still up. Still up. Cream soda is just the name of the product, oh. though. You can have cream oh, soda pop. Ha. Oh, we, 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 still up. We have railroaded this entire show talking about desserts. Now we're talking about soda and pop and soda pop and popping sodas and chakas. I'll say this, uh, Sabrina, Jason's uh, girlfriend, saying that East Coast people say scallops as scallops and West Coast people say it as, as I just did, scallops. Boy, like, I always envisioned this show as being a unifying show for Canadians, no matter where you live. Tonight, we're just, we're just throwing that right out the window. Is it soda? Is it pop? Am I wrong? Am I right? Am I an idiot? You can let me know. This is the Shift Daily Podcast. It has been, um, I got to say, it's, got, it's been popping but I'm not saying that tongue in cheek. It's been popping because all of a sudden this random conversation topic out of nowhere, soda versus pop. I call it soda. Apparently lots of people call it pop. I'm being called ridiculous, anti-Canadian, a jerk. 
Somebody told me that I am ashamed of you, son. That could have been my dad. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, 877-399-9898. We're going to get to, uh, hopefully, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if we have time to talk about what Finland is doing. It seems so trivial right now in comparison to the bigger conversations at hand. Is it soda? Is it pop? Oh, boy. Let's check the uh, text message inbox. We got one here saying, saying soda is the posh way of saying it. And I don't know if that's true. I just feel like it's the proper way of saying it. I would never classify myself as a posh anything. Right. Like I'm wearing I'm wearing a Canuck sweater right now. I got like a five dollar toque on my head. I've got black worn out jeans that I've had for 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 a few months. Like I I'm not posh. I just think it's proper. Uh, Bill in Hamilton says that he's also from Boston originally, but he's been here for 12 years. Used to be Bill in Toronto. Okay, so that's why he knows all about New England and the fact they call it tonic. And in the South and West, they call it pop. We got a couple of listeners on the phone line waiting to hear uh, what they got to say. Let's go to Gigi in Alberta. Gigi, welcome to The Shift. Oh, hi. Hi. So uh, where are you with Team Soda versus Team Pop? And uh, you can be on my side. It's fine. It's pop, hun. but oh, no. but oh, no. I was a model, uh, international model in New York for two years, yeah. and I asked for pop, and they said they don't have any. I said, it's right there, and they said soda, soda pop. <laughs> they call it soda, we call it pop. Okay, hey. okay. Well, well, first of all, that's kind of cool that you were a model in New York. Uh, yeah. That's kind of neat. But okay, is it yeah. exclusively pop, or can I get away with still calling it soda? No, of course it's soda pop, and and they call it soda. We call it pop. So right. it's it's they're both right. It's soda pop. It's like a com card, composite card, right. a Z card. They call it a Z card. We call it a comp card. <laughs> That's true. And, and together we can all hold hands and composite. Uh, yes. Yeah. So soda pop. All right. They're both right, hun. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Thank you for that, yeah, Gigi. Have a good one. Yeah, no. you too. Talk God to you bless. soon. Uh, that is Gigi in Alberta. All right. Let's go to Robert now in Calgary. Robert, are you Team Soda? I am. T- I'm Canadian, so I say pop. <laughs> but I did. I did live in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. For five for Ooh. five solid years, and they definitely call it soda. They oh. do not call it, at least in Memphis, mm. in that part of Tennessee. And even into Mississippi, right? It's known as soda. If you walk into, they can tell a Canadian a thousand miles away. Other than they think we have a funny accent, which is pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you hear somebody say, "I'll have a rye and coke," they will go, will "Go, it's a rye and soda." And what kind of soda would you like? And they need to go coke. Oh, right so, on. Right on. They make you work for it. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I mean, hey, if they can notice it right away, they're going to have some fun with you, right? Oh, yeah, they definitely do. And so will other people wherever you are. Even if you're in a restaurant and they hear you order, like, can I have a Coke? They'll just turn and look at you. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, Robert, thanks for calling in. And uh, yeah, no problem. Even if you're on the other team, that's that's okay. That's okay. At the end of the day, we're all having fun here. Uh, but I could use some support on my my, my team is... Uh, surprisingly small like we we are we've got a pretty short bench here so far and uh our our starters (laughs) our starters are sweating right now i'm sweating you guys are running me down the depth chart all right let's go to sean in hamilton sean welcome to the shift good morning john hey uh, so are you soda or are you pop i'm obviously a pop person so i'm gonna say pop all the time okay fine and uh to help you out there soda pop curtis is rob lowe 
in the outsider. Yes, movie. yes, I knew that that was a name from the outsider. So it was Soda Pop there, and then Pony Boy was the main character, right? Pony Boy was uh, uh, John. He played karate, the Karate Kid. Right. Character. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I can never pronounce the last name. It starts with an M. Yeah, me too. That's okay. I'll, I'll go Google it here in just a second here. But Sean, all right, your team pop. Thank you for clarifying. That's Rob Lowe playing Soda Pop in Outsiders. And, and maybe tonight what we're learning, and thanks for the call, Sean, maybe what we're learning is that we're all Rob Lowe tonight. We're all Rob Lowe tonight. Rob Lowe is each and every one of us. We got to get Rob Lowe on the show. I think that's what we're really getting to. <laughs> what was that movie he played? The uh, he yeah, was a hockey player. Goon. Go- Wasn't it Goon? No, no. He those uh, young, young blood, young heart, young bloods, young bloods. He he was a hockey player from like Saskatchewan or something. Uh, I, I can hear the furious typing from producer Jason to help us out. All right, uh, was, he was like a rookie in the uh, yeah. It's, it's young blood, young, young blood. blood. There you yeah. go. All right, yeah. We got to get Rob Lowe on the show, producer young Jason. Blood, yeah. I, I leave that up to you. Uh, you have been an ace in terms of booking guests for the show. So uh, maybe for tomorrow we will have Rob Lowe. I'm not making any promises though. I know that's that's a little yes. trickier. <laughs> uh, Trucker Kevin chiming in. So is ginger is ginger ale just an ale then? I mean, oh boy, we're, oh, we're don't get a start with that. Yeah, we're we're getting into the. Uh, we can, we can only handle one topic at a time. Okay. Don't throw ale at us. Here, here is some really good counter punches now thrown by Team Soda. You, you guys ready for this? Robert in Winnipeg chiming in with this one. And we also have a backup text, uh, this one without a name. If you want to end this debate, just take Kim Mitchell's songs, the words, might as well go for a soda. Exactly. And if Kim Mitchell knows, it's good enough for me. Right? Thank you. Excellent point. But then this text right after, hey, do you want a soda cracker with your soda? I mean, soda. It's soda. Exactly. Uh, we got here, this one from John. Oh, no. Is it tomatoes or tomatoes? Oh, we're, we're not even going to go there. No, this is just going to become an English teacher's nope. like most hated radio show if we keep going down the road that we're going. This is Sean in Cloverdale uh, texting in. He says, I will have my soda pop with a shot of rum. Make that a double, please. Life's too long to worry about stuff like that. Yep. Yep. I agree. Dan texting in again. Did you say that you were wearing a Canucks jersey? I'm afraid I'm going to have to call you out on that. LOL. Uh, no, it's not a jersey. I said I'm wearing a sweater. It's like a, a crew neck sweater, but it's got the, uh, the Canucks flying skate. Or Yeah, that's right. The flying skate. The, the, the bowl of spaghetti. That's the, the, the best logo. All right. I'm obviously not going to be able to slither away from this topic. 877-399-9898. Uh, we will continue to take your reaction, your opinions on these topics. Uh, Team Soda is getting slammed a little bit. I'm not going to lie about it. But uh, we've made some resounding points. Kim Mitchell, right? Kim Mitchell. You got to keep that in mind. Gigi saying it's technically soda pop. It's not pop soda. It's soda pop. So, because it goes first, I'm going to say soda actually takes a a half point on that one. I'm cheating a little bit, perhaps, but I'm just going to say it takes a half point on that one. I feel like I've lost the respect of my producers here tonight as we have somehow (laughs) waded into a very controversial debate. Is it soda or is it pop? Both of my producers firmly entrenched. It is pop. I am on the other side of no man's land. This is like trench warfare. And I've got soda. Um, the, the, the European landscape has just been devastated by soda barrages, pop 
barrages the entire attack. But my troops are holding firm. We are not giving up. We are not going out without a fight. And it has been, oh boy, it's been it's been hotly contested in our text message inbox. 877-399-9898. Uh, we had somebody here saying, oh, the nation is in upheaval over soda versus pop tonight. And I think you're, you're right. Uh, forget liberals versus conservatives. This is the next deciding factor for election Canada, right? Like, Assuming there's an election next year, this will be it. It's soda versus pop. I want to know who's on the platform of Team Soda. You'll get my vote. That's what it's going to be. And if I have to be the one running, you know, I'm John Jang. I approve of this message. Team Soda all the way. I grew up learning English as a second language. That doesn't mean that I would ever call it pop. It's soda all the way. We've got a lot of... A lot of reaction in this one. Roadhammer chiming in. He says, it's not called soda or pop. How about this? It's actually called a carbonated beverage. That is the full-on scientific term. Uh, If you go with the cream soda argument, then what the heck would be Orange Crush? Or what the heck would Orange Crush be, rather? Roadhammer with a uh, very deep question there. I guess that's a fair point. I'll say this. Crush is technically the brand name of a Coke product. If I'm not mistaken, I think Coca-Cola is Coke. Uh, sorry, Crush is Coke. It might be Pepsi. Uh, but the, the Crush is just a product name like Nike or Adidas or Puma. And the orange would simply be like not just the color, but also the flavor. If you wanted an answer on that one. 877-399-9898. James in Edmonton with a really... Okay, this is a good question. I'll, I'll give you fair points on this, James. He did ask, do you go for Wobbly Pops? Or wobbly sodas after work. Fair point. No one has ever called it a wobbly soda. But we've already determined on the show tonight that if we're going to call things pop, like if we're going to call a soda a pop because that's the sound it makes, technically, you would be calling a beer a chaka. A chaka. Because that's the sound it makes when you crack one open. And that sounds ridiculous. We don't define or describe or name things based on the sound it makes. What would we call bacon? Hey, I'm going to go grill me up some sizzle. We're just talking onomatopoeias then because bees, they buzz. That's right. And uh, what other examples are are there that I fail to think of now? Well, I mean, there's, um, there. you know, I, I guess steak is also sizzling, so you can't really go yeah. there. Yeah. Well, hey, sizzling is just generic for all. Tasty meats, I guess. Mm, sizzling sounds. Uh, Roadhammer chiming in saying, I'm just trying to be a shift disturber. Yeah, well, honestly, I think I did a good enough job of doing that myself, just getting us into into, into this entire conversation. Nate in Cleveland saying, John, if you want to rag on the Steelers some more, please go ahead. Nate in Cleveland, of course, a big fan of the Browns, so I'm sure you would love that. Not too hard to make fun of the Steelers, although I'll admit they're doing a pretty good job right now this season. As a Seahawks fan, I will never give a Steelers fan any time of the day. Oh, such an ugly Super Bowl. Uh, Nate also asking, what is a wobbly pop? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's an affectionate term people have called beer. Like when you want to go for a wobbly pop, you know, you go for a beer. Or in this case, a chaka. All right. Obviously, we're not going to hear the end of this until 
basically the end of the show. 877-399-9898. We got this one text message before we get out onto the other side. Your all-night headlines coming up. This one saying, good morning, guys. You are making me laugh. I grew up in the Caribbean. And if you go to any store or restaurant and ask for a pop, they've got no clue what you're talking about. Sorry, guys. It's soda all the way. Loving the show. Okay. All right. Seems like we need to go visit the Caribbean, guys. We got to do a live show from the Caribbean. Let's go. That's that's where my people, the soda people, are going to be with me. I know we're not flying west yet. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good timely. That's a good timely zinger, isn't it?